0: Did you watch the Tinder Swindler?
1: No, but I saw your picture with it. So what's the, what's the, like the, the.
0: Okay. So you guys don't, okay. So here's, here's what happened. It's it's kind of an amazing thing. Um, There's a guy, so the document, it's a documentary about this guy who goes on Tinder and his Tinder profile looks like, uh, you know, he's kind of like a normal-ish looking guy, but he's like clearly living a cool lifestyle. Like lots of travel in different climates, kind of wearing very nice clothes. That's his profile. All right. So girls swipe right on him and they start chatting with him. And he he basically what he ended up doing was he ended up conning women out of money. And it was like a Ponzi scheme. So what he would do is he would meet a woman on Tinder, take her out on a date, kind of wine and diner, make it look like he's this baller of a guy. And he, you know, is just like like a prince out of a fairy tale. He just loves her, the average-looking girl, who's average job, just from an average city, and then all of a sudden he's like, "Come on my private jet and come do this with me," and they go together. And there she's like, "Oh my god, it's all happening! I am that princess that he picked and he cares for." And so he he starts talking to him, and sh- uh, his backstory is that he, um his dad owns a diamond company, and he's the son of a billionaire. And if you Google, you see that this guy's a son of a billionaire. So he kind of like had created this profile around that, and. Um, and then, you know, sure enough, a month in, he's like, um, hey, you know, like he, he's he's like, oh, you know, he sends a picture of his bodyguard. He's always with the bodyguard. He's like, my bodyguard got attacked. Oh, my God. And then she's like, oh, my God, is he OK? He's like, yeah, but, you know, they're telling me I can't use my credit cards anymore because they're tracking my location. You know, like the, these are our enemies for our company. The diamond business is a ruthless business. And he's like, uh, can I borrow your credit card for the time being while I, uh, you know, because I can't use mine yet. And she's like, oh, uh, okay. And he's like, cool, just make sure you get your limits raised because like, I have business meetings Ugh. and all this stuff. So these women end up going like $150,000, $200,000 in debt as he Ugh. racks up credit card debt. Then he's like, hey, go get a quick loan and send me the money. I need it because you know my enemies are after me. And he's like, my enemies are after me. And so you, the documentary is the first half of the documentary is these women talk about how they fell in love. And the second half is like the, how they got conned, basically. And he's like a Ponzi scheme. So he's, well, he'd fall in love with one woman or he'd get them to fall in love with him. Get them to start giving him money and credit cards. He'd be using that to wine and dine the next woman. And then he would be doing this with multiple women at once telling them all the same things and then he was living this like extravagant lifestyle on all these women's dime. And, um, and then, you know, so that's, that, okay, that's the core of the movie. Quick reaction to that and then I'm going to tell you some other stuff. Well, what happened to him? So how does this end? It ends with he gets exposed, so the women are like, "Oh my god!" You know, they they go to the credit card company. They're like, "Look, I have to be honest. Like, my kind of boyfriend, you know, or I don't know what's going on. This is the guy. He's tricking me." And like they, sh- he's they like, "Can we see a picture of the guy?" And he sh- she shows a picture on her phone, and then the two like agents from like Amex or whatever just look at each other like it's him. And then the, she's like, "What?" And it's like we've been after this guy for years. Uh, he does this with tons of women. They're like, "There's other women. He's doing this too." And so it's like they feel cheated on, plus conned, and um. And so he, but technically, what happens is is he breaking the law? He's not breaking the law. They are giving him money. They're sending him money willingly, and they are,, um, you know, they're giving him their credit card, and they're calling the credit card company and saying, no, no, no it's me. Can you please raise my limits? Yes, I'm traveling. I'm in I'm right. in the I'm in a visa right now. And so they're like, uh, you know, you're in a kind of a sticky spot. You can't really say he stole it. You clearly gave it to him. Uh right. in fact, you kind of committed fraud, but like, well, whatever, we'll leave that aside. But like, yeah, you do owe this money. Like, this is not, um, this is not, you know, a stolen credit card. And so, anyways, how much he did he get? Up, he ends up getting a 15 month sentence for not even for this, it's for like something else that he did, like associated with this. Um, he serves five months, gets off free. He's out there living, he's got a new model girlfriend, he lives somewhere else. Um the girls kind of like exposed him in the press because they were like, okay, look, law enforcement is not doing anything or it's gonna take too long. He's gonna keep doing this in the meantime. They go to the Norwegian press where they're from and they they, they kind of like expose it. Then Netflix turns it into a documentary. And, uh, and so the guy's still out there. And one of the things in the movie is he goes to a plastic surgeon and he's like, I want my eyes, cheekbones, chin, mouth, all restructured. And the guy's like, I'm not gonna do this. Only a criminal would want this surgery and uh, so he's like trying to change his face so he could keep it going but he can't change his face and so now he's like you know kind of like public enemy number one but a lot of people who watch this are like dude these girls are stupid you yeah you were just with him for the money and then he conned you for the money you, you got what you deserve so the girls are getting a ton of flack for it which no, is that's really crazy stupid.
1: that's 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 dumb
0: but i, I was mean, just thinking what a waste it, it, of it, talent by this guy yeah, yeah like,
1: that's pretty amazing it's like energy. it's like a it's like a, it's like a you know what's funny is like Leonardo DiCaprio played the same character in Catch Me If You Can, and it was awesome. Yeah, he's became and like a hero. But when I see this guy, I want to punch him in the face.
0: Yeah, exactly. He, uh, that was the problem. It was a documentary instead of <laughs> a movie about the con man itself where you sort of fall in love with this smooth guy. Um, yeah,
1: if, if a different, if a, if, if like a, a lovable, if like if like Matt Damon played him, I would be all about it. <laughs> yeah, but, it's wild. Uh, yeah, you got to I mean, watch the thing. It's super punchable face, this guy
0: yeah um and the memes are just amazing
1: uh around well i saw the meme with you with your face on it
0: yeah yeah yeah. i had somebody i was like hey photoshop my head onto uh, onto this photo (laughs) where it looks like i'm with the guy and i just tweeted out like oh i'm with my sister's new boyfriend like (laughs) is (laughs) he american no this guy's israeli Um, dude
1: screw this guy man i i uh i'm happy they made a documentary about him how did he get all the uh so he's in a private jet and a bunch of these pictures how did he get that
0: because he's using the previous woman's money to fund his his lifestyle.
1: So he would fly private.
0: Yeah, yeah. So he's actually flying private, I don't know if all the time, but at least some of the time. And uh, it was just really wild. In fact, a lot of the numbers don't make sense. Like He must have been running this on like tons of women at once to fund this lifestyle because these, like the jets and the stuff that he was doing, like, okay, he would this woman out of 80 grand, but 80 grand funds like one month of this lifestyle. You know, like that's not very long. So he must have had a lot of people at the same time or the doc- documentary is a little inaccurate. I don't know. But how much money did he get? They said that he had conned women out of millions of dollars uh over over time. Um, they didn't say exactly how much. They don't know, you know, how much of it what was there, but but I, I just feel like he did this all wrong. Like if you're gonna do all this effort, you gotta be more intelligent, right? Like, okay, what could he have done? Um, could have just married rich. Could have just seemed rich, married rich, divorced, took half, right? Like that that would have worked Uh, way, way, you know, put more wood behind fewer arrows here. And he could have just gone (laughs) one very wealthy person if he really wanted to do this. That's my first critique of of him. Uh, My second critique of him is, bro, all this money to just party. Partying is exhausting. He just wanted to fly private and go to these clubs and do table service. Like, you know. You couldn't pay me to do that. I don't gotta, even want you gotta, to travel. You got to diversify your assets, dog. Yeah. You should have. Own some crypto. Like, uh, buy something. Yeah. Buy, buy a home. Do, do, do something with this money. You, you just blew all the money on overpriced, you know, like, bottle service at the club? Like, wow. All right. That's critique number two. Um, number three. Go B2B, bro. Corporate swindling. Would have worked way better. So, you know, he could have been... Like you, you heard about the guy who just started sending invoices to Microsoft and Apple and stuff and just got paid like millions of dollars just no, sending bogus. In, he was just sending an invoice to accounts payable or whatever. And uh, and then they would just pay some of the invoices. <laughs> and he was Did like, would
1: he just do it like like AP at Microsoft.com? Just yeah, he, he was
0: about. like, he's like, hey, you know, this is for the uh, blah, blah, blah. And like and then they went back and they were like, what the hell is this? Who is this vendor that we have paid one point one million dollars to this year? Like nobody knows who this is. is? That al- I don't think that's illegal either. Uh, I think it is cuz he was like, you know, uh well whatever. They were going back after him, you know, th- these companies have a lot of money. So that, that's the downside of going B2B. But I feel like there could have been a B2B way of doing this. Should have actually just started a diamond company. Could have made a lot more money. If you're this good at getting women's emotions tied up in your your lifestyle, just actually sell the diamonds. <laughs> it would have worked. <laughs> <laughs> Use their money to fund a diamond company that actually could have worked. This guy needs to be needs to be in the Facebook ad manager instead of Tinder. Dude, that my, lo- and that's my critique I'm critique look- of
1: this guy. I'm looking at him now. The all those these women who he scammed, they, like a lot of them look like models. Like he was killing it. Also, like you forgot the other option, which is like just marry one of these ladies if they're rich enough to, like if they're these beautiful women who could wire them 200k. Like I don't know, man, bro. Maybe got to keep her.
0: Well, the, in this case, he's like he was telling him like go take like a. Kind of like a, a collateralized loan or a payday loan and like super high interest. Don't worry. He's like, I'm gonna wire your money back in four days. And then he would like not wire them back. And then they'd be like, Hey, did you wire the money? He's like, Oh, sorry, they are like the bank was closed. Okay. And then he would like show them a statement. He'd be like, I, I sent it, should arrive in a couple of days. She's so he's like, Hey, it hasn't arrived yet. What's going on? Like the interest is building up on this like flash loan you had me take. He's like, Oh my God, let me call the bank. Another two days go by. He's like, Called the bank. They said this thing got frozen. I gotta I gotta deal with this. I'm so sorry. Here, uh you know, I'm going to send you one of my watches in the meantime, you could just sell it. This watch is worth a hundred thousand dollars. Send them a fake watch. And you would just buy time doing that. It's like, these women didn't have the money, but like, I think he could, he could have totally gone for a richer woman and then been like, you know what, baby? Like, I love you. I'm not going to make you sign a prenup. You know me, I'm a billionaire. Uh, I come from this lineage, but I'm not, my dad says sign a prenup. I'm not going to do it. And then she would feel a little bit of pressure and be like, Okay, I guess I can't really ask him for a penup anyways. This guy's richer than me. All right. I guess I also won't. That would have been a, a more effective con.
1: If this guy were in jail, do you think he'd be popular or hated? I think popular, sadly. You think popular? I think I think popular. I could see this going either way, man. I could see this I could see this going either way. I think like would Dude, he the get swindler beat up? in
0: prison? Would he
1: like all right? So Bernie Madoff, I heard in prison was like a god, which I get. I get that. You know, like he could teach people how to like corner like the chocolate chip or the chocolate, uh, <laughs> the hot chocolate market, market like yeah. in prison. Like he could like, you know, or he could like, you know, dominate the commissary and he could like teach you about markets. I get that. And also there was, it wasn't a violent crime. So no children or women would hurt like this guy. Is he, I would see this guy being unpopped. Uh,
0: I don't know. That's a he's, good question. He's got kind of like a douchebag aura to him. So that's the problem. That's, that's where he's going to get in trouble. But, uh. Well, the swindler, the swindler would do well in prison. This if, is a good documentary. I right.
1: guess I'll watch it. How many episodes was? Well, he's not
0: it? in prison. He's out and about. He's he's living a nice life right now.
1: Oh, screw this guy, man! And he sold a couple million dollars. Yeah, I think I, I think about I think this documentary is good punishment though. That's fair. I'm okay with you not serving time and you have this documentary well, about our, you.
0: Our buddy Jack Butcher pointed something out that I was like, oh wait a minute, that's true. He's like, yo, Netflix is going to make a lot of money off this documentary. Pay off these women's debts. They have like a GoFundMe going. It's like, yo, Netflix, you need to pay off this woman's $200,000 debt. That's true. Uh, you, you did well on this documentary. So that's the uh, that's the real call out here. Netflix, cancel Netflix if they don't pay off these women's you, debts. You,
1: that's a no-brainer. You don't think they're going to?
0: The, well, the, nobody said anything. These women are doing interviews everywhere. There's a GoFundMe out there. Like, I, feel like if, I feel like they could have said... Or they're just, you know, swindling people. One good thing that, you know, we didn't make a lot of money off this, but Netflix actually generously did agree to pay off the debt. You know, uh, blah, blah, blah. That I feel like that story should have come out if they did it. If they didn't, then fire your either fire your PR person, Netflix, or pay off this pay these debts.